Hello, everybody. So I know it's been a long time. I'm not going to overly explain that away other than to let you guys know I did have my baby. She is eight weeks now. Her name is Valkyrie. Yes, we chose a Norse name and I love it so much. She's actually sitting on my left shoulder across my chest as I record this. So if that's why it sounds like I'm out of breath, it's because I have a baby laying on me. Um... So, in light of (laughs) this pandemic that we're going through right now, myself and those around me have been having some incredibly strange dreams. So, I'm here to tell you about one that I actually had last night, and I've asked people to send me their dreams. Um, Right now, mostly just through my Facebook, people have been messaging them to me. So, you guys find the Instagram for this podcast. It's just Witch Nightmares and send them to me there. And if you're on my personal Facebook, for sure keep them coming. Seriously, having a baby lay across your chest is so not ideal when you're recording. (laughs) Anyways, um, how do I even start this? So my dream last night, you know, those dreams where like, Obviously, like, uncomfortable, scary things happen in the dream, which I'll get to, but I had this lingering feeling of just doom and fear the entire dream, even if it was something simple and mundane that was going on. It was just this constant feeling of terror. So how it started was, is I actually didn't know a lot of people in the dream. Like, I couldn't see their faces, or I genuinely could see their faces I just didn't know who they were but a large group of us were sitting around eating and it looked like there had been a barbecue of some kind so you know for all assumptions and shit the world had gone back to normal and all of a sudden our phones went off you know how the emergency alerts go off on your phone our phones go off and it's like like blaring so everyone's looking at their phones and they're getting an emergency evacuation notice. So we get this emergency evacuation notice, but the thing is, is that like, it didn't tell us where to go or what we were doing or basically anything. So we all start going outside and kind of looking around like what in the literal shit do we do? And then the dream jumped and I was in the middle of the desert. It was me and a couple other people. It was two guys and I think two girls. Might have been two guys and one girl. Either way, I didn't know who they were. Like, could not recognize them, had no sense of knowing their energy. And we were walking around in this desert like area where, like, if I was standing right in front of the mountain, there was a mountain right there. And then to the right of me, it was just nothing, just desert plains. Are they desert? Probably in a fucking desert. What am I even talking about? Who knows? Anyways, let's continue. So when looking at the mountain, you couldn't see a path or a trail or anything of the sort. And it wasn't a mountain of greenery. It was like a rocky mountain, like tan stone mountain. Okay. With like just tan dirt and fucking stones. Shit was not ideal. It was not pretty. So we get up closer And the girl I was with in the dream happened to turn her body to the right and she noticed the trail entrance. So obviously if you weren't physically right on top of this thing, you could not see it. It was definitely very hidden. 
she started to walk towards it and we all began to follow her and we started walking down this trail that had been carved into the mountain this wasn't like a walking trail that over time people's feet create this one had specifically been carved out and if if I were to lean over the right side of the mountain I would have just tumbled straight off the the carving portion of it came about knee high so there wasn't much of a barrier on the right side and on the left side it was just stone mountain straight up so we were going for about I want to say like two hours is when I looked down at my watch and I was like you guys we've been walking for forever and then up in the distance I could see this building on the right hand side so in that emptiness that was the same color as the mountain in the sand so unless you were again right on top of it or approaching closely you couldn't tell what it was well as we got there it was miles away from us but we could see it standing there I started to get these flashes in my head and in my mind's eye on what was going on and this building was huge okay and when we saw it, we all were kind of like, oh my God, it's really there. Because it was almost like we had heard rumors and stories about the place, but nobody actually knew if it was real and it was there. So then these flashes started going on through my head and I could see people building the building. And as they were building it, I could see these cages. They looked like cages or cells and they were fairly small and they had these doors on them that could close across similar to prison doors but the prison doors have a slip where you can like put a tray through it a decent sized tray for food these slits were smaller than that and the trays that I saw go through it were a lot smaller than that and inside were obviously different people even the people that had built the building I saw go into the cages at some point I never saw what happened to them but I saw them go in and then I started to see people that we knew at this point were in the cages. Um, so we kept walking because obviously we couldn't just stop on the trail. There was no way to get down. We kept walking down this trail and then all of a sudden the trail stopped. We couldn't go any further or we would have been, I don't know what's called, like free climbing, like free climbing the mountain and listen. I have a hard time going up the fucking stairs, okay? I fall over air. So the trail stopped, but what was odd is there were like three almost slide-looking things that had been carved at the end of the trail. And you could go down one of the three slides or dips, I don't know, like the trail just started to go down. And one of them on the left went down aggressively fast. Um, and you had to literally sit on your ass and slide down it. And as you got down it, there was water like on it. Like obviously there was water somewhere in the mountain that was leaking through. So I kept telling everyone that it was the one on the left. We had to go to the one on the left. So me and the other girl that I was with decided to go down this, this slant or this slide. We went down and it really did. It just spun and it was the most terrifying thing because we kept going around in circles and it kept getting darker and darker and we couldn't see anything, so parts of our bodies were getting, like, rammed into different rocks and walls and things like that until we finally decided to just lay completely flat and avoid anything coming out of the sides of the mountains. 
So we finally got to the bottom and one of us turned on the lights on our cell phone, like the flashlight, and we were able to see that there was a staircase that obviously went back up to where we had just come from. And then there were three tunnels that we could have gone down and we kind of poked our head down each tunnel and we saw that they wound on forever but they went in the direction of the building. They went like straight out and curved a little bit to the right. So we were obviously going out and back a little bit. So we went back up and we told them like, look, this is what we saw down there. What do we want to do? So we all decided to kind of sleep up there on the top of the trail for the rest of the night and go down in early in the morning. And one of the guys that was there with me, I was laying next to him he was to my left and he started playing a guitar and he was singing the most devastating songs his his voice was absolutely beautiful but the words I could hear them like so clearly and it was just it was just devastation it was songs for people that he'd lost recently and watching people being taken and watching people dying it was awful and then he had this like little doll with him, this little, like a, like a fabric doll, you know, the older ones. And I, I knew it belonged to somebody that he cared for, but it, we never spoke about it. And he tucked it away before he fell asleep. And the morning came and we all got up and we went down that damn trail again. And I told him all to lay down so he didn't get knocked the fuck out. Got down there. Oh my God forever it took us to get through these trails in the dream and then the our phones all of our phones died so we were in complete darkness feeling our way through these tunnels with our hands and people were we were tripping we were bumping into things we were doing like roll call to call out everyone's name just to make sure nobody had fallen behind and we didn't know or gotten whacked in the head with something and we didn't know everyone made it to where we needed to be and we got into this building and the second we stepped in the building, my entire body was just racked with anger and fear and sadness. It was like I started to shake in the dream. And the girl I was with had to like calm me down. It was too many emotions for me to process fully and my body just started to shake. We finally got me calmed down and she held my hand all the way through everything and we were oddly undetectable. I don't know how because we were walking straight past guards and different people that we that we were very clearly right next to them but they never reacted or responded as though we were there. Like they just couldn't see us. So we're running through these halls. Again, I could hear our feet hitting the ground but nobody reacted, not even the people in the cell as though they could hear us. So we got in and I unlocked a couple of cells and I got some people out. Again, at this point, I still didn't really recognize anybody, but I just got the ones out that I knew I needed to get out in the dream. And we went back through the tunnels the same way. And again, no, no lights, no nothing. Everybody was doing roll calls, checking in. We all held hands and like traveled through. So if somebody stumbled, we were all able to stop. We got back up to the original trail and we ran. And I mean, like we ran to the point of 
exhaustion to the point of like wanting to crawl. Once we had gotten those people out, we did not want to stop for long enough for anybody to notice. It was, everyone was just wrapped in a blanket of terror. And as we got out to the mouth of the trail where we originally started, there were hundreds of people standing at the base of this mountain area trying to find the trail that we were coming out of. And we snuck out mostly because we didn't want to draw attention and we didn't want rumors to start about people that had been saved because we didn't want to alert anybody that they'd been out yet. So we were able to sneak off. And again, unless you were standing right on top of it like that girl was, they weren't going to find that trail. So then suddenly it all shifted to us being in a little, a little town that I knew wasn't far from that mountain. And we were in this house that had obviously been abandoned. And now I started to recognize people that I was with. My husband was there. My son was there. My daughters were there. Um, they had obviously stayed at the house, I would assume, with my husband based on the way it felt. And we came back in with everybody. And I started to recognize a couple of my friends as the people that we had gotten out of the mountain. Um, like, And these are friends that I talked to on a daily basis. So people that like, I would not be fucking pleased if they were taken into a facility. (laughs) Um, and then we were, everyone was kind of relaxing down for the night as, as best as possible with everything that had obviously been going on in the dream. And a man came through the back door of the house that wasn't with us. And we all jumped up and were obviously alerted and on guard with everything. And he said, there's somebody around the corner of the house watching you and there's people across the road that know who you are. And we all looked around and my husband poked his head out and saw the person standing around the side of the house and screamed for my son to get back in the house because for some reason my son had gone out to one of the vehicles to get something. Why he went alone under those conditions, I have no idea. Um, Screamed for him to get back in the house. So he ran back in the house fast as hell. And we were able to look through some binoculars to across the street where this, these other people were sitting, just watching us waiting. And we knew that these weren't friendly people that were watching and waiting. These people knew what we had done. So we all grabbed what we could and we grabbed my friends who obviously were still super weak at the time. So they weren't able to move properly by themselves. Quite literally threw people into the truck and into the bed of the truck and what bags we could grab, and we just took off. And I told my husband, I was like, there are still bags at the house. And he said, I know, we're just going to have to let him go. And I was like, but we need it. And I didn't know what I was referring to. I never explained or said anything further than that in the dream. And he said, I know, we'll have to figure it out. And that was the end of it. That was the end of that dream. And I, it was one of those dreams where I woke up a couple times in the night, And I went back to sleep and every single time I went back to sleep, it's like someone had pressed pause on the dream and I wanted it so bad to stop fucking playing because again, like it just sounds like one of those dreams where you're running through a mountain and you're saving your friends and then you're running back and people are weird. No, but like, ugh, it all felt so real and so fucking terrifying and it was just probably the least exciting thing to wake up to. (laughs) Which is probably not the best thing to say right now because I'm sure we could be waking up to worse. For those of you that watch the news and stuff like that, you know that right after the coronavirus thing spiked here recently in Utah, we had back-to-back earthquakes. And that was fucking terrifying. So, 
let me see, just this year I've, um, <laughs> I delivered my baby without my husband, which turned into an emergency C-section. I came home to recover without him. This COVID stuff is going on without him, the earthquakes, the panic to get food. So like, it's been a hell of a time, <laughs> hell of a time. Um, but yeah, so that was my dream. And I think the most unsettling thing was when I woke up, I wasn't even completely awake. You guys can probably hear my daughter. I wasn't even completely awake when one of my friends texted me and was like, uh, hold on, let me read the text. I won't name names because I don't overly enjoy people knowing my personal business. Um, and she goes, so I had this dream last night that I was in a tunnel and around me, there were scenes of the coronavirus playing out from all over the world. Then the images started to rush forward and get towards me faster and faster until there's this metal thud in front of me and a prison type door locked in front of me. And she texts me that as I was in the middle of texting her my dream because she was one of the people in, um, in that building that we went in to go and get. And you know that like pain in your chest you get when your chest gets tight and you don't know if you want to like yell or cry? That's how I felt with those overlapping dreams because I was like, what in the utterly fuck? No, obviously, I'm, I'm sure that our dreams aren't going to come to reality in the exact sense of what we dreamt. But it was definitely unsettling, to say the least. Um, okay, so we're only like 20 minutes in, so I'm just going to go ahead and read a dream from somebody. Like I said, I'm asking people right now to send me in dreams that they're going through and dealing with while this all happens and unfolds, because I feel like it's a decent way for us to kind of come together and realize we're not alone with being scared and paranoid. And sometimes our dreams are the easiest way for us to understand that. So let me go through and pick somebody. Let's go with Brandy. Brandy Hester. Holy shit, that's a long dream. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to read this word for word. So if it doesn't make sense, don't fucking shoot the messenger, okay? She says, okay, so it's super weird and in pieces and I don't understand a lot of it. It started a few weeks before this. It was like I was traveling in my dreams. I would wake up and know I hadn't been sleeping. The first one I recall was being stuck in this old grungy music studio. It was grainy and I was a dude and I was so annoyed by everyone around me. They were panicked and like, like, oh, coked out, <laughs> like drugs. Oh my God, Shelby. Um, but spinning, oh, spitting out all sorts of shit and talking about things that weren't true. Nobody would listen to me as I was trying to let them know that they weren't helping the situation, kind of like getting them to know we needed to stick together to make it. I woke up feeling the rage and hopelessness that I felt in my dream, but I could feel it in real life. Then I dreamt I was in an interview with someone and Carrie Fisher came in whispering something and then quite literally shrunk away. Nobody saw it but me. I kept trying to remember what she told me, but I couldn't. It felt like I had the future in my hands and I couldn't remember how to save it. That's a sense of doom that was with me and it stayed. I tried meditation and cleansing and I couldn't shake it. Then I started to see five crows multiple times daily. I always see them, but never in those numbers. So I reached and saw them and it meant to me they felt like sickness and it made me nervous. The weird thing was that in the middle of all this, I chose to move. I felt so safe and cradled by spirit. My retrograde was so easy. I did a shit ton of shadow work and through the move, my dreams basically stopped. 
which is weird because I've always had them. The dreams I've been having have been coming in pieces and I can't tell if they're past or future, but they feel real. Like I wake up and feel the sunburn or the strain in my muscles. I can, I can't shake the feelings. They're pioneer-like, being so hot, so thirsty, so hungry, so sore. In towns from old westerns, horses and buggies, I'm alone and I'm in need. A man comes in a horse and a buggy and his eyes are kind of maniac-like and dark. I can find that he's ill. I can feel that he's ill, sorry. Um, Jesus Christ, that's not even what it says. It says, I can feel his ill intent. I need more coffee. But like, he's charmed everyone around him. And it's damn near charming me because I'm in such lack of everything like water, food, and things like that. I wake up feeling that it has been a message, but spirit is quiet as fuck right now. I never feel alone, and I know in my soul that I'm not, but I feel so lost and so alone right now. Like my usual view of the world is being clouded, or maybe I'm seeing things as they are for the first time. It's like my soul is calm, but my brain is the opposite, and I'm feeling them both simultaneously. It's exhausting and overwhelming. I don't know what's true and what's not anymore. I just feel like we're on the precipice of something life-altering, and I keep feeling that life life as we know it is over. Well then. Yeah, I definitely relate to a lot of that. Definitely with the conflicting things, like your soul's at peace because it knows that things are starting to change and wake up and adjust and we're all going to have to kind of go back to a more simplistic form of communication and we're going to have to lean more on our ancestors and the elements and messages in our dreams and from spirit and different things like that. Um, But the brain is obviously the conscious side of you and the world around us and right now the world is in a complete state of what the fuck. So you're reacting and responding to that just as we have been taught to and conditioned to our whole lives. So, well, over the next couple of weeks, I'll keep reading dreams. I'll probably, I don't know if I'm going to put out one a week or two a week. It's just really going to depend. But yeah, I'd like to talk to you guys about both my dream and Brandy's dream. So once you listen to it, um, again, either find the Instagram or find the Facebook And let's fucking talk about it because we are super active on my Facebook with all this kind of stuff. Okay, bye guys.